You are listening to the School of the Future podcast by GIIS. I'm Graham Brown, your host. In this series, we feature the GIIS community of teachers, parents, students, and thought leaders from across the region to discuss the forces, opportunities, and challenges that are shaping learning in the 21st century. All right, hello and welcome everyone. You are listening to the School of the Future podcast by GIIS. I am your host, Om Kohli. And I'm Lakshita Kamal. So far in School of the Future, you have heard many stories about our school, its vision in the field of education, and its journey over the years. Our teachers have spoken extensively on our pedagogy, and our thought leaders spoke about the institution's aims and goals. We hope you enjoyed listening to these podcasts. Going forward, we will be speaking to our most important asset, our students. Starting this conversation is me and Om. We have invited some very special guests to our show who qualify as the best ambassadors of our school, our alumni. Our alumni have always been a feather in the GIS cap. Many are busy pursuing a career of their choice in the likes of companies like McKinsey. Others are studying for their masters and doctorates in renowned universities, all the while doing something on the side to help the society in some way. Fortunately for us, because of the lockdown, Many are back in Singapore from their country to domicile until life resumes normalcy again. We invited two of them to our podcast today, Rishi Ganesh and Bhavya Gupta, our recent graduates from GIIS and are pursuing higher education in the field of their choice. Since both me and Om and many others like us will soon be looking to pursue correlated educations ourselves, we thought it's a great idea to speak to these two and get some insights into their past, present and future. I would really like to know what secret chest of tips do our alumni have for us and will they open it to guide us through our journey. All right, so first of all, welcome to the show, Bhavya and Rishi. Uh, thank you, Om. Thank you, Lakshita. Hi, thank you. It's great to have you here with us today, guys. How are you guys doing? How's the COVID crisis treating you? Um, for me, it's, it's a unique situation because obviously I had IB cancelled, so... Right now, I'm feeling a bit directionless with life. I'm not really sure where I'm supposed to go right now. But I'm slowly finding my way. Hopefully, I get to university this fall. I'm trying to pick up some new skills along the way as well. And mainly, it's about just trying to keep in touch with like friends and just having a good time, I guess, because this is, this, is, this is the time we have to ourselves. We can like bond with our family and maybe just take a step back from ordinary life. Yeah, it's it's crazy because even for me, normal other universities at least have exams going on, but our university just shut down and our first year is not being counted to our final grade anymore. So we don't really have exams or coursework or anything to keep us occupied with. So even I'm trying to find internships right now or gain some new skills, like Rishi said, so I'm taking courses in coding and finance to prepare myself for next year, as well as trying to engage in some activities I've always been interested in, like learning the guitar. So yeah, I think the silver lining amidst all of this is that we can actually dedicate a lot of time to things we've always wanted to do, but never felt that we had the time for. Um, that That's honestly great to hear. I like me personally as well, I've also taken this time to, you know, like learn the guitar a little bit and, you know, as uh, you know, like start coding a little bit here, a little bit there. So yeah, you're right. It's got its pros and cons. So actually, uh, me and Lakshita, and I'm very sure our listeners as well, uh, we would like to know you guys better. So why don't you, you know, tell us 
about your journey till here you know when did you guys in gis when did you pass out and what are you doing right now yeah i guess my my journey with jazz has been a long time i i i moved to singapore from the us at the age of 5 so i actually joined in kindergarten i think k2 so after that uh, i was here till the end of third grade and then my dad had a project so we moved to, we moved to bangalore for about two and a half years i came back at the end of 6th rejoined gi so i had like all my old friends and you know we kind of picked off right where we started i mean we left off and then from there it's been from 6 to 12 like nearly 6 years now and it's kind of unbelievable to see like how much i've grown as a person and how far i've come cuz my journey through gis has mostly just be, been me going from really shy and uncommunicative to like you know someone who's able to hold the floor and like you know talk to different people become sociable and i guess that's a really important skill that i managed to pick up over the years i think a lot of saw that in your tedx What about you Bhavya? Yeah, so I joined GIS in 2017. So it's it's very recent. And a uh, fun fact, I actually applied for IB, but um I wasn't offered the curriculum because I joined in November, which was too late to join a completely new curriculum since I've always been in CBSE. So I decided to continue with that. And my journey has been very interesting in the sense that I always used to think being from two different um since our school has two different curriculum IB and CBSE I always thought it was very segregated and that we'd never actually get to interact with each other and I think that was true until Queenstown but since Pungal a lot of us mixed well that's that's an observation I made and I ended up having having made some really good friends in IB who I still talk to and that's something I really cherish you know i i personally i like relate with bhavya more cuz i myself uh, joined school mid year like i'll just complete 3 years in gis this september so you know i get it it was kind of you know awkward and uh, even because of me i had just shifted in from india so like the entire curriculum was different and i didn't know what to do and stuff so yeah it it was obviously difficult and as everyone says you know student life is very difficult especially in these years so how would you say your student life has been so far you know my student life honestly after after like 7th grade it became kind of a breeze because after that that's when i like got i got out of my shell and like i i really started picking up after that i guess for me the turning point was in 8th grade so we had house captain elections were, were both of you in east coast i was in east coast oh uh, no no i i i joined after the elections i joined after the elections i'm happened. i'm not sure whether you guys were there but then i like i really wanted to win that election so i came up with something really i so have you guys heard of the yeah. the song boyfriend by justin bieber so uh, no oh, okay so there's like a rap part in it so i took the rap and i rewrote it for myself and i made it like a whole speech instead of you know going with the normal i will do all of this cool stuff for uh-huh. you if you elect me and stuff like that so you know after that like rapping that on stage in front of like 200 people that gave me the confidence to just go out and do everything else that I did after that and i guess after that i made a lot of friends both in like the senior grades and as well as uh with my with my juniors in ninth grade uh i think it was the first election that you know i had actually been there to witness i remember you gave the speech where you like you know did a bottle flip and stuff 
Yeah, that was that was that was cool. Really, was cool. the one who rolled in his Darth yeah. Vader. Oh, he, wow, he was, he was so like, <laughs> yeah. I, I he was like, if I managed to flip this, it was like this house is gonna win the trophy. It, did you? You didn't, though, right? I, I, no, I got the ball flip. That was the craziest thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, because Jordan, Jordan literally did the ball flip right before me, and he missed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hit, and then and then I was just like, yeah, okay, I got, I got this, I got this, and then. I remember th- that was actually the year that I, so what I did was for the senior grades, I don't think you guys got to see this because my friends, uh, so w- what we wanted to do is like, honestly, we wanted to, ju- we, w- we wanted to do something fun, innovative, creative. So I had like a flash mob on stage in the middle of my speech where they all spelled out letters saying vote for Rishi. So there was like 15 people on stage just casually holding up little signboards and stuff. So I guess, yeah, creativity, that's, that's pretty much all it is. And you have to be able to appeal to your audience that way. At least that's what I thought. So it was more about having something that grabbed everyone's attention rather than just going up and saying everything that everyone already says every single year. And yeah, there was, there was that one year where I did like a whole, where I like somersaulted off stage, dressed yeah. up as Darth Vader with a lightsaber. I, I, some, I look back at it, I'm really not sure what I was doing right there. Like that was the one time I, I wished I was in Sunflower just this one time. <laughs> so what about you, Bhavya? How yeah. was your student life? Student life in GIS. So initially, I was so nervous. I came, I come here, right? It's November, half the year is more than half the year is already gone. And I think everyone's already friends and how will I ever fit in? And I think in the beginning, I was so shy, even though normally I love talking to people, I was just so shy. But there were some students in my class who introduced me, introduced themselves to me in a really sweet manner. And um, we're, we're still the closest. And I remember this because somebody comes and asks me, oh, hey, do you know Dhinchak Pooja, who is this basically troll singer? I, I think you guys know. Yeah, Yeah. that that's how I was introduced to my class. So that was funny. And after that, I think for me it was very progressive in the sense first I started becoming very close to my uh, classmates. And then the thing about CBSC was that there were three sections and all three of all three sections were really close to each other. So we all used to sit and have lunch together. And that's how I started meeting more and more people. Then I found out some people lived close by. So we decided to start traveling together. That was really fun. And for me, I think the best time I had was during farewell, when we were organizing the farewell for our seniors. That was pretty fun because we I was part of the dance. And it was fun choreographing and just coming to school in the morning, just dancing all the way until evening. That was a lot of fun. And even chairing the GIS MUN, because that's where I met a lot of new people, juniors who were in my own committee. And yeah, I think that's where I connected with a lot of people as well. And those were the opportunities where I got to sort of socialize. And yeah, that was really fun. I can relate. MUNs are a real way to get to know more and more people. I think that's one thing both of you have in common, right? Like Rishi and Bhavya, you both are like pretty avid manners, I think. I I was like, organizing GIS Man was honestly one of my favorite times. Like that that was just iconic. Like Like the number of times where we just stay after school and we'd be fooling around, but we'd get work done as well. So, but everyone in that team just built like a whole, like we had 
our own camaraderie and it was really fun to just get to know new people and at the same time it was a leadership experience obviously and organizing a man was always something on my list so did any of you do gis man 2019 Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was my first man actually that was my very first mun ever. so which co- which committees were either of you in i'm like that was i was my first advanced committee so i was in uss oh you were in and omu i applied very late like i applied like about a week before the deadline so i, I ended up in unsc oh. and i remember walking into the committee and everyone was like literally 12th graders and i was like a little 8th grader there oh, i didn't no. know what to do unsc is such a difficult committee to we, have your first time we made unsc double dull as well that it, year it was a, it was unsc is yeah. the scariest committee honestly for me and i'm unsc and going there as a first time i can't even imagine I had oh, UNSC so. for my first comedy when I was in seventh grade, and oh, wow. it didn't go well. You started early. <laughs> seventh I, grade, yeah. wait. So did you participate in GIS? I'm in eighteen as well. Oh uh, yeah, I was there in a uh, UNHRC. HRC. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you had critic. Yeah, yeah. Ashwath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. I mean, MUNs have actually been. the source of my confidence and memories. Yeah, but yeah. you know confidence is something that's great to build at this age and it's amazing to see yeah. guys do that. It goes a long way, trust me. Like once you get to our age, you'll realize that <laughs> confidence confidence is a lot of what you do, especially like with that's ra- true. regarding grades, uni apps, everything. Even uni interviews sometimes. You confidence is literally it, it's the make or break, honestly. Yeah, something to add there actually. So, I've already completed my first year somehow. It was so short. But so even for job interviews, that is so important. And the thing is for university uh internships and spring weeks, which are basically a week-long internships, a week-long internships in spring, you have these things called video interviews. So you're basically speaking and recording a video of yourself except that it's in real time and you can't really pause it or stop it or re-record it. And I think one yeah. thing I noticed was confidence is very very important in that because it's it's kind of like you'll think oh hey I'm just looking into the camera and speaking but you have to look directly into the camera as if you're talking to a real person. And if you hesitate it's so weird because you can't see their reactions, you can't know what they're thinking. and that's why you need to be really really confident and know what you're saying so it's it's very important to build right now and i think mun's are a great way to do that yeah that and really take your interests further because what i noticed is even in us and the uk both it's it's really good if you can demonstrate your interests in a very unique way so first just go out there explore what you really like because i think that is the best time where you can you you can afford trying a lot of things because when you come later you might want to s- go into the specifics and focus and realize what you really want and then work towards that but that's the best time to explore so i think once you've explored it it would be really cool if you can just demonstrate your interest in a unique way in the sense that you take up some different project if you really like volunteering and you have a cause that's really close to your heart just go for it initiate your own campaign if you're really fond of programming then build a program build something which will help everyone and that's what they really like to see that you're willing to give back to their community and you're willing to take that initiative in towards the interest that you have yeah okay so as you guys both said you know that it's just it's not just about academics and you know 
uh, I would just like to take this moment, you know, for all the listeners out there to tell them. And, you know, something that maybe you guys have also heard a lot of times when you were at GIS is that we're not just about academics. We also give equal attention to all our extracurriculars and co-curriculars. In fact, right now, we also have, you know, some very specific studios and stuff that are meant for these students to kind of, you know, hone these skills. So, uh, for example, the Radio Jockey Studio, where this podcast was originally supposed to take place. So, with, with both of you guys, what were the kind of extracurricular activities that you liked? And, you know, how did you balance them with your academics? I guess for me, uh, I started playing basketball at the, uh, uh, when I got to fifth grade in India and I carried that forward when I got back to school. So I've been playing on the school team from grade, from since sixth grade. And that's all. That's another way I managed to make friends. For example, I managed to get to know some Queenstown people. Then after that, I started get it, I started getting into other sports. I played football as well, and I did and started you know narrowing down my interest to technology. So I started looking. I I was involved with so many clubs in school, like STEM club, gavel club, MUN, um, debate, uh, uh, student council doing TEDx. TEDx was an amazing experience for me because just being able to give a talk like that. And I didn't even, I just did it on the generation gap and opportunities because being able to talk about something you're passionate about just comes off easier compared to trying to force something. So that was a really nice opportunity that I had there with TEDx. Um, of course, organizing GIS Mun was one of like feathers in my cap. Uh, I consider that one of my proudest and most cherished accomplishments throughout like throughout high school and other than that it was mostly just about balancing everything focusing on academics focusing on extracurriculars also played the guitar so i have an immense passion for bluesy music old music hard rock and stuff like that i got into that because of guitar guns and roses john john mayer john mayer is like a more modern one but Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, The Beatles, and so on. So I just got into old music because of that. And right now I've just been trying to pick up the guitar, you know, play some some things of my own, hopefully just find another creative outlet. So after that, I got, more te- I got into tech. One thing I did that's very important is I found an internship in 11th grade and I worked on it for one and a half years. That's probably... Since I've never been that sporty... Uh, so I just used to play basketball and I used to do skating on the side, but that was never really something I was that invested in. But I've always been super passionate about singing and dancing. So basically performing. And um, so I wrote a song in 11th, although I never really got around to producing it and making it into a proper song, which I hope to be able to do this summer. Fingers crossed. Let's see. We'll find out. But I am learning the guitar now. So that's always something that I've wanted to pursue. And I also took a lot of dance classes. So I learned jazz. And my channel through that was the school farewell or school assemblies. Yeah, that's what. And MUNs, of course. MUNs I started doing in, I think, eighth grade. After that, I got so interested in MUNs that I did 12 of them. And... (laughs) I organized two MUNs as well. And that was a very good experience. Yeah, organizing MUNs, honestly, I would do it now if I could. So what can you guys tell us about your university experience? You know, like uh, at what point did you start applying and how was the entire process? 
yeah how did the whole process go mm, okay for me um my situation is actually very unique from all the other kids in gi so be i was born in the us so i had an american passport so right off the bat i knew i wanted to go back because that was where my advantage was and obviously the entrepreneurship ecosystem there and the flexibility that's what really drew me to back mm-hmm. towards the us so i applied i applied literally only to the us i didn't apply to the uk i didn't apply to singapore i didn't apply to australia i i picked about 14 universities and i started my uni selection process all the way in in ibo once december so i was on top of my stuff regarding that and that really helped me maintain my grades and pick universities that i was really passionate about not just start, not just looking up the rankings obviously talk to people if you don't know what's going on like yeah i'd say if if people want to approach me i'd be more than happy to help out that's actually something i'm planning to carry forward like going pro, pro, going into next month maybe help out some of the kids who have uni uni application troubles right now because it was honestly really hard writing that us common app it's not just telling them all about your accomplishments it's about tell giving them a story so beyond that i guess i eventually narrowed my list down to 15 then i applied i ended up applying to 11 because i applied early to some universities and i got in so i didn't have to apply to some of my safety schools and um you know there were all, it was honestly not a smooth process like i didn't i ended up not getting into my first and my first and second choice schools like my reach school so i applied to i applied to upenn and ivy league i got deferred and then i got rejected and then i applied to i applied to duke as well where i just got rejected so these two came on the same day so that was a hard that was a hard date for me to deal with but i'm just really happy i got georgia tech cuz like georgia tech is an amazing school and honestly i'm just really excited to go there what about you okay yeah so i started my application process maybe around march right after 11th grade ended that's when i started looking for universities for what courses i wanted initially i was interested in economics and management right both of them but one thing i noticed is that sometimes you have one course that you think you really want to do but what you might not realize is that you have so many other alternate options which might be similar to your course so for example i wanted to do economics but there's another similar course called financial economics in another university and normally we just tend to skip over those cuz we think oh that's that's not really what i want to do that's not what i had in mind so one tip would be to really explore what all the options that you have even if you've managed to narrow down your field just go out there there's nothing you're losing there's no harm just go just see what if if you're into math there are excellent courses with math and media if you're really interested in journalism so that's that's kind of a way to get both your passions in together so that's something i would encourage you to do that's something i did which is how um i ended up with this course management science which is not exactly management and when you think of it the name doesn't really sound very intuitive it's like what's management science but it's basically not a regular business management course it focuses more on technology innovation entrepreneurship and analytics and how they're basically changing management practices these days and yeah so that's how i began searching for different courses different universities then i shortlisted my search to four countries the us the uk australia and singapore now i knew singapore is my first choice simply because i love the country i love staying here 
my parents are here and it would be great, right? And USND is amazing. Drawback, I'm from CBSC and from CBSC, they normally want you to have a 98% and something like that. So it's, it's quite high expectations. And so I did not meet the cut for NUS and NTU. I missed by 2%, which kind of hurt. But I got SMU. My Australia and Singapore applications were relatively late. So they happened after my boards ended. So that was a relatively okay time for me. And in the end, I was supposed to choose between SMU and UCL. And that was, I remember thinking that time that, oh, this is the hardest decision I've ever had to make because I've always wanted to stay in Singapore and I have SMU. It's great. SMU is a really good university. But then there's UCL and UCL is also a very great university. But I was so scared to go outside, live all alone. But I think I talked to a few people. Yeah, that, that also helps talking to people who've been in the same position as you. And luckily, I found someone who was also who had also been down to SMU and UCL before he chose to go to UCL. And I really found out that UCL was more the kind of experience that I wanted, that the whole UK education system, I really liked that. So that's why I ended up choosing UCL. And yeah, it's it's been a really, really fabulous journey so far. Yeah. So how did internships, you know, pull your applications forward? And what's the internship scene like in Singapore as of now? Uh, for me, it was, I, I managed to, you know, use, I managed to just email a bunch of companies and I talked to my dad. I talked to my dad's friends about, you know, finding opportunities and eventually just leveraging the network that you already have goes a long way towards finding a nice place that you can intern with, especially like um, in a field that you're passionate about. Yeah, I did the same thing. So even I leveraged my network, my parents, I asked them. So I ended up getting an internship last year. So that, that took up quite a lot of time. Yeah, that's a really good way to spend your time after school. So that took up three months and I learned quite a bit. And I think that helps with your application because they can see that you're actually pursuing your interest. Again, they can see that you're actually dedicated towards your career, your future, and you have these things that you want to pursue. And honestly, it's not necessary that if you interned in a place, you have to follow that career. You know, so there's obviously a huge difference between your school life and your university life. So, you know, how was the transition for you? And like any particular thing that you miss about GIS, you know, any specific classes, any teachers, perhaps? Okay, I'm not at university yet. Disclaimer, okay. I'm hoping I'll go there and figure that out. <laughs> I guess Bavia would kind of know better that way because she's gone to university. So, yeah. Yeah. So university is obviously, firstly, different in the sense that there's no controlled environment. School, we're very used to a controlled environment. And we're sort of not pulling the strings, so to speak. But in university, it's a lot on you, right? So you you can skip classes without... In fact, professors sometimes even encourage you to skip classes. But that's, that's a bit weird. But it's all it's sort of like you take your own life into your hands in the sense that you're going to decide, okay, this lecture is important. I need to go to this. And it's, you call all the shots. You you need to decide, you need to prioritize. And in that sense, it's a lot more on you. So in school, it's like you're only mostly having to deal with either your activities or your exams. And again, like final year, your university applications. 
But the thing about university is that even sit from the beginning, from your first year, you have a lot of things you could do. There's so many societies you could join. So that's that's something like you have to prioritize a lot of things and that's all dependent on you. So sometimes it might not be that one coursework or one exam matters as much as say an interview for a job or even an application or an assessment. And in school, we tend to prioritize our exams a lot more. But in university, I think you kind of learn how to balance it all and get your priorities straight. <laughs> okay, so we have a very quick rapid fire round for you. Yes. Like Z and MD, first word that comes to your mind, you answer with that. So we oh, start with Rishi okay. and then Pavya, okay? Okay. Home takeover. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, Rishi, uh, tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the word, okay? Okay. Okay, ready? One, two, three, go. School. Uh, you can't uh, think, friends. you can't think, come on. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't do well with this, I don't do well with this. I'm okay, really sorry. okay, friends. <laughs> Uh, uh, parties, having fun. Homework. Uh, teachers. University. Fun. Happiness. Fre- oh, come on. You're winning it. I kind of got stuck. I have uh, passion. Oh, Melissa, ma'am. Really helpful. <laughs> Parents. Also really helpful. The internet. Please don't say really helpful. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Thankful for it at this stage in time. Okay, over to you, Lakshita. So, Pavel, same goes for you, okay? Disclaimer part two, I'm not very good with this either. You guys have to take part. <laughs> so, um, passion. Music. Singing. Sorry? Singing. Passion, oh my God. Come on. <laughs> Profession. Don't say passion, please, please. Oh, what? I can't hear you properly. Profession. Profession. Data science. Singapore. Pretty. Pretty? Jane. I love it. Anyone's. Perfect. What am I saying? I'm not thinking. Food. Um, Yummy. Sleep. I don't get enough of it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's one thing all high schoolers yeah. can agree on. You know? <laughs> we don't get enough sleep. No, uh, no, but right now I'm I'm not getting enough sleep for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I think Netflix is to blame there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but no. uh, yeah, but finally, I would just like to ask you guys uh, any advice for you know uh, the current students on you know getting through school and university and stuff. Honestly, there's there's so much I wish I could tell you guys. <laughs> But in the end, it, it's down to each individual person. One thing I'd really, like, I hope people look at is that university choice is so, so crucial. And moreover, it's about finding what's strong in your profession, like in your area. Don't just look at the rankings because the rankings might tell you one thing, but, you know, the program itself will tell you a completely different story. So don't just go off of a bunch of lists that some random internet stranger made or some dude on on Quora just managed to type out because he feels that way. And another thing I'd say is really get on top of your stuff. Don't procrastinate. Like that's something that I made a mistake with initially. I I suggest you guys start looking at universities in December, at least start figuring out where you, where you, which countries you'd like to go. Start research, narrow a list down by May. Hopefully in June, you'll be able to do a bit more research at that time. By July, you should have a list about 10 to 15 July, August, September, you spend writing essays and 
November by September by mid October you have everything just sent out because that way that really allows you to focus on academics it staggers the workload that's the most important thing yeah okay so you rishi have you know had tony stark as your inspiration what about you bhavya okay inspiration so this i don't know if this has happened with you guys but i never really had a single role model like I, there's not just one person that always inspired me so obviously it started in my own home my parents they've been the huge s huge s inspiration to me and other than that it's i've always been so another one so once i read the autobiography biography of steve jobs and i loved his vision so it's always different qualities of people that inspire me so about steve jobs it was his vision he was thrown out of the company bought back made it what it is now apple for even even in things like performing it's been halsey because she she's a singer and she's gone through a lot of troubles in her life all through that she is who she is now and even and lately since i've been becoming so interested in data science all these ai startups i meet so many people from all these startups even in university and i just wonder and it's it inspires me so much because they took something which was so small and now they're becoming so big it was just an idea i mean there's there's crazy ideas there's people monitoring covid they had no background in data science or anything but a startup that i met in university recently they came up with a whole so it's called onesub.io just i can promote them <laughs> but so they're coming up with this really good way it's it's like a chart it goes live they keep monitoring covid and the f- interesting thing is that it monitors the situation in every country real time i know a lot of people are doing that now but it just fascinates me how people just take an interest and make it so big so yeah it's it's all the different qualities in different people inspire me Wow. Uh thank you so much Bhavya and Rishi for your valuable time. Me and Lakshita definitely enjoyed this and I'm very sure our listeners did as well and I'm very sure they've also learned something priceless today. Uh you've been listening to the School of the Future podcast by GIIS. To learn more about the GIS community, visit us at globalindianschool.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Stay safe. This is Om. This is Lakshita. Signing off. You've been listening to the School of the Future podcast by GIIS. To learn more about GIIS, our community, and our latest thinking, visit us at www.globalindianschool.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.